0: Welcome to Divine Through Line. I'm Ma Ananda Srimati, sometimes known as Julie Pyatt, and I'm here to share with you musings and perspectives on what it really means to live a life divine. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey everyone, Uh, it is so lovely to be recording. Uh, I was gonna say this morning and the morning has already gotten away from me and it's already almost noon, Um, but I've missed you. I've missed uh, being able to communicate on this medium. Um, We've had a lot of stuff going on, right? Um, So anyway, I'm just pouring some tea right now. I don't know if you can hear that gorgeous pu'er tea. Um, This is from uh, livingtea.net, my friend Colin Hudon's company, where he has extraordinary teas that I enjoy on a basis um, in a ceremonial way. Every morning when I wake up, um, I drink three cups of this tea and uh, just use it as a moment, as a tool to become, really merge with the present moment and really be here now. So I'm just going to take a few sips here. Beautiful. Um, So, wow, Standing Rock. Um, The last podcast that I posted was episode 69 uh, that I recorded with my dear friend, Paul Cannon, who is a Native American from the San Diego area. It was really um, an amazing experience to uh, come together and support the indigenous uh, Mother Gaia and really put our intentions and our love and our expressions into creating a new world, a new paradigm, And um, I was really, really happy that I was able to record the song, the 13 Grandmothers song uh, from episode 68. And uh, I wanted to just acknowledge everybody for their donations to the podcast before I get into it, Um, because it's because of all of you that I was able uh, to produce the show and that I was able to record the song that we then offered um, as a healing prayer around the world, and uh, as you probably have heard, uh, the pipeline was stopped, and uh, it is a small victory, or a big victory, actually, a mighty victory in a a very um, grand uh, war and situation of really rising to new levels of awareness and changing the way that we operate as human beings on this planet. So I just wanna take a minute, I wanna thank Karen, Um, I want to thank Carrie, Edie, Emily. Thank you so much for your continued generosity. Um, It really, really made a difference, and I greatly appreciate your presence uh, in the community. Chandler, thank you so very much. Rachel, Jessica, uh, Rebecca, uh, Jeanette, James, Eloise, Catherine, Julia, my Patreon group. Thank you so much. Um, and I think that's everyone, Morgan and Jamie, I'm just going to mention you in case I didn't get you last time. So anyway, thank you so much for contributing, for supporting this work and this show. I greatly appreciate it. And it's really my ability or my, um, opportunity to share with you on this level that makes uh, me being in a body and me living uh, my life uh, extremely meaningful. And so uh, it's with deep gratitude and reverence that I receive your support and that I recommit to serve um, this voice, this instrument in the highest divine directive uh, that I am able to. So anyway, just thank you. Thanks, you guys. You're beautiful. Appreciate it. So taking our awareness and our attention back to Standing Rock, uh, many of us are very, very pleased, um, and very, uh, grateful and happy that, uh, the pipeline was halted, uh, for the time being. Of course, we know that this is just one movement in a very long, uh, experience of changing paradigm, um that is gonna require our attention, our energy, our love, our focus, where we hold a different vision uh, in front of our uh, mind's eye and in our hearts, uh, even despite all appearances to the contrary. Um, I think it is something that is going to require extreme faith and going to require a redesign of us creating a new world for ourselves. Um, And this is the work of the warrior, However, I am going to turn my attention to two women that were wounded and hurt uh, in the process, and uh, one of them is uh, Sophia, and it's Sophia Walensky, and she is the individual who actually um, lost her arm or is, I'm not sure exactly all the complete details, but she was um shot and and uh, her arm is severely severely hurt she is in need of uh, a lot of medical care and i'm sure uh, the pain and suffering that she is going through is immense Um, beautifully, uh, the GoFundMe campaign uh, has raised $433,692 of a 500K goal. This is extremely beautiful to see as the average donation is only about $29. Um, However, if you um, can meditate or Uh, just feel into the experience and what she must be feeling and experiencing, uh, and also her family, her father. There is no dollar amount uh, that would be sufficient to pay for an arm or the trauma or the experience uh, that she has endured. And I have had her in my heart, in my awareness, because uh, I wanted to go to Standing Rock. Um, Many of us did make it to Standing Rock, but we were in and out. Um, it, this is something that could have happened to any of us. And I feel that, uh, you know, I did my part in this movement to shift the energetics and yet. I was not on the front lines and I was not in harm's way in the way that she was. And I feel like she needs to be cared for. We need to remember that this isn't a triumph that that was without casualties. So if you feel inclined and you feel inspired, you can donate to her GoFundMe um, campaign um, and you can search it. It's um, uh, GoFundMe.com and then search Standing Rock and Wounded... Uh, woman, and you will find her. So she is Sophia Walensky, and um, uh, that is someone that needs our support uh, in this moment. Uh, There is another woman also that I became aware of. Her name is Vanessa, and she is of the Sioux tribe. I'm looking at an image of her, and it appears that her eye was was hurt, injured. Uh, She was shot at Um, uh, during one of the protests. It was a rubber bullet to her face, um, and you can see she's severely wounded. So um, they have raised $124,290 of a 200K goal. Um, So also uh, you may want to donate to her as well. Uh, So I just wanted to mention those two individuals. Um, And once again, you know, we... Uh, have to remain aware and understand that is going to be many of these experiences over the weeks, the days, weeks, months to come that are going to start to create a new awareness, a new life on earth, a new earth with uh, new values rooted in our hearts and committed to the true values of what it means to be a human being, Uh, living in compassion, in neutrality and allowance for all things, and also in service to our highest soul mission. So again, thank you to everybody who contributed to the podcast, um, who supported me in being able to record the song and and, uh, record Paul as well. And also thank you to everybody who uh, went to Standing Rock, who risked their lives, who cared enough to stand up, And um, I'm sending a lot of blessings and healing to these two beautiful women who um, have suffered uh, some trauma as a result of the events last month. So segueing into the fact that it is the holiday season, uh, this um, festive time of year that I always feel very um, at odds with. Um, I've shared before on Rich's podcast that I feel that The entire um, sort of implant or structure of the holidays, whether it's Christmas or whether you celebrate um, Hanukkah or whether you are just gathering with family over the winter break, um, it feels to me very naturally that this is a time of going within, of actually hibernating, um, staying small, uh, being solitary and being extremely gentle with yourself and What is going on is the society has implanted this very sort of contrary um, construct where we're supposed to be happy and with friends and spending lots of money. And um, it feels very um, contrary to the natural flow of things. And yet, uh, I am a human being living on this planet and with my five children and my husband and my extended family. And so we are still participating in this um, in varying degrees. However, I wanted to turn our awareness to uh, the experience of ritual and to an opportunity that is here for all of us to... Possibly connect to something deeper than um, buying gifts, gift buying, gift exchange, um, pressure of the holidays, um, feeling left out, feeling alone, feeling without uh, loved ones or relationships or um, uh, acceptance within the birth family. the rate of suicide is the highest around this time of year. And of course it's a torturous time for anybody with addictions, um, or any kind of, uh, challenge that they have been dealing with. Um, it's a very loaded time. And so Uh, What I wanted to talk about is the winter solstice. And this year, winter solstice occurs on the 21st of December, and it is the darkest day of the year. It is sort of a culmination of autumn, um, and then winter uh, begins on the 22nd. But the days start to get light Uh, on the 22nd. So the 21st is really the darkest moment of the year. And I think it's an amazing opportunity for us to insert a sort of ritual uh, into our lives, uh, one that is honoring this winter solstice as a sacred day, a day to um, connect with the earth to connect with our heart's deepest desires. And we have a community member who's um, on the Divine Line Facebook page, and her name is Dawn. Um, hi, Dawn, sweetie. Um, we have connected over social media. And Dawn lost her daughter. Uh, her daughter transitioned some six years ago, and she had posted a question in the community asking for ritual uh, and a way that she could honor her daughter um, this 21st on the anniversary. Anniversary of her death and I wanted to share this with you Don and share this with all of us um, especially in this time on the planet I'm feeling a great need to um, experience ritual for to hold space for this deeper aspects of who we are as human beings and so while I am participating in uh, you know we have a Christmas tree and I have a Christmas dinner planned with my family and we will do some gift exchange as well um, I am planning a ritual on the 21st, and this will occur in the evening um, when the sun is down, uh, has set. And I am building a labyrinth outside on our land um, with candlelight and flowers and some Uh, holly or some evergreens or, you know, some clippings from the yard. And the idea would be to create this labyrinth spiral experience where people would walk the spiral one at a time and they would uh, take an intention that they want to um, release. And as they walk through the entire labyrinth around and around and they arrive into the center, they will release this um, thing that they want to, you know, a quality and experience, something that's been blocking them, into a fire that is in the center of the spiral. And then on the way back, they will um, place a crystal. So they can place a crystal anywhere around the spiral as they come out of it. And this crystal should hold the intention of what they want to bring in for the coming year. So the spiral is about releasing something into the dark night and making space for something new to come in, to come forward and manifest in fruit. So uh, the way that I'm uh, visioning this in my mind is that there will be candles around the whole spiral sort of leading you in. And then there will be a bigger uh, kind of Uh, contain fire in the center where you release your uh, thing, intention, challenge that you're willing to release, let go of parts of your identity, your ego identity, lower um, sort of emotions or experiences or feelings. And then next to the fire will be a container of crystals and you will pick a crystal up. And then as you walk through in a meditative state, to come out of the spiral, you can offer that and leave that anywhere along the path as you come out of it. And, um, this is a, a tradition that is done in the Waldorf schools. Um, I didn't go to Waldorf, but I know people that have, and I think this is a similar tradition to what they do in the school. Um, I experienced it first at my friend Michelle's house who actually, um, had this labyrinth created just inside of her living room so you don't need to have necessarily a big space Um, you can do it in a smaller um, area and just sort of clear the furniture out and of course make sure that the candles are safely in containers and that um, you know the fire is contained and all of that Um, but this is also um, something that is Hearkening back to Damenher to the spiritual community in Torino, Italy, where I have spent uh, some time and connected with those beings there. If you are not familiar with Damanhur, you should check them out at damanhur.it. They uh, did some extraordinary work. They built temples to mankind inside of a mountain in secret. And the Damanhurians use labyrinths in a very extensive way. And I became more acquainted with them when I read the founder of Damanhur's book. Um, it's called Stories of an Alchemist. And there are 33 stories of his childhood um Falco, the founder of Dominher, actually transitioned from his body three years ago. Uh, but he writes in this book of a deep experience and friendship that he had with an energy that he called Spire. And Spire is the energy of a labyrinth. And so I thought this year would be a nice time to welcome this frequency into my land, into my home. And so I will be performing uh, this ritual on the solstice, on the 21st. And uh, Dawn, I will be holding you and your daughter in my heart uh, during the ceremony as well as everybody else connected uh, in the Divine Line community. So I hope you'll take this as inspiration and create your own ritual. Um, make it yours. Uh, there are no rules around these type of things. Uh, make it meaningful. Make it uh, beautiful. And uh, be present with yourself, uh, with your heart. And uh, let's honor our life on this sacred earth together during this time. So after we've completed our ritual and we are feeling connected and merged with Mother Gaia, um, I also just want to mention really quickly that obviously if you live in the Southern Hemisphere, you're going to be having the opposite experience. So it's going to be summer solstice for you. Uh, And I wonder how I would feel. I actually did spend, um, I spent Christmas... In on Kauai, which is not really the southern hemisphere, but it's nice out. I still feel it the same way. I wonder if I would feel the same energetic experience if I was experiencing the holidays or Christmas and Hanukkah in the Southern Hemisphere. I'll have to see. I'll have to travel to Australia sometime and check that out. But in any case, whether it's summer solstice or winter solstice, it is an opportunity for a ritual that will connect you to the deeper aspects of what it means to be a human being and part of the greater collective of humanity, writing and living and experiencing our life on planet earth. Um, so it's shifting our awareness now to uh, the holidays and to, you know, many of us do um, participate in gift exchange and that's beautiful. Um, I feel um, especially a call this year for us to dedicate uh, a certain percentage of our gift budget to a uh, giving to, um, these causes, activism, conscious activism and support for things that are changing much needed, uh, paradigms on planet earth. And, uh, I've been speaking to my children about this. I've been speaking to my family about this and rich and, Uh, we've identified uh, a few organizations that we are going to be um, giving to this season as part of our gift exchange. So as a collective, um, we have identified uh, that we are going to give to the two women uh, that I spoke about earlier that are associated with the injuries at Standing Rock. So we are gonna donate to Sophia and Vanessa Um, We also are going to donate to our beloved grandpa, a force for change in the political system, Bernie. Bernie Sanders is um, someone that we uh, identify with a lot. Um, I think he's a force for good and a symbol of hope and uh, really committed, um, even though he did not win the nomination, Um, he is basically in the government and Uh, I think has a view on certain things that we can get behind that will help to steward in um, a kinder, more gentler world. So um, that's my grandma pick, I'm sorry grandma, that's my grandpa pick of the moment. Um, Another organization I wanted to make you aware of is uh, PCRM. They are the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. And uh, Rich has had uh, Dr. Neil Barnard on his podcast before, an extraordinary individual who is um, the head of this organization. Um, I also have come to know uh, one of the board members, Erica, who I work with and meditate with um, uh, on occasion. And uh, Rich and I were actually on the host committee for an event that they had last weekend in Los Angeles. Um, Moby performed, and uh, they had an amazing brunch where they had a fundraiser for their organization. And beautiful that I found out during the presentation that they have been um, working to uh, um, bring plant-based uh, food and lifestyle healing awareness onto the reservations and starting to um, reverse the diabetes. Uh, diabetes is an epidemic um on Indian reservations, and they have devoted a lot of resources into transforming that with a great success. And so it was really wonderful to see on the reservation that they have a new um, dietary plate um, that is vegan, actually, Um, and uh, their uh, diabetes rate is already reversing. And we saw some extraordinary um, personal stories of transformation. A couple individuals losing a couple hundred pounds and completely reversing their disease which was extraordinary. In addition, PCRM like they they just have their shit together. They um uh I think they embody this neutrality that I talk about. Um it's a very powerful activism. We have to be um uh activists, we have to be warriors. But it's important that we embody the quality of neutral, loving compassion. If you are neutral, you can move very swiftly and very adeptly. And uh, when you remain balanced in your emotional body, uh, you can achieve great Um, victories and make a lot of of, uh, progress in changing paradigms. I think this describes PCRM quite beautifully. Um, They have been working for years to close down all of the animal testing in universities across the United States, and they have, in fact, uh, eradicated all of it now. Um, It wasn't an easy journey. They keep at it, um, they keep dedicated, and they keep presenting their... um, point of view in a very open manner, Uh, but they are committed, they are persistent, and they don't get discouraged easily. So this organization is one that I feel is a very practical organization to donate to, and I know that when I donate to PCRM that my money is going uh, to very effective causes. Um, in addition, they actually, um, have shut down all chimpanzee testing in the United States. Um, and when you regard these incredible beings, um, that are so very closely related to humans, um, it's, uh, just magnificent to see the work that they've done. So, Thank you Erica, thank you Dr. Barnard for uh, being such a beautiful force in the world and uh, that is a wonderful organization to donate to. So we are going to donate to that organization. Um, we also would like to highlight um, at this time an organization called Unlikely Heroes. Um, this is Erica, also her name is Erica. Um, I actually met her at Summit some years ago And uh, she has started an organization where she is rescuing women that are trapped, actually all people, uh, a lot of girls, but also uh, boys as well, and people um, that are uh, trapped in slavery situations, um, sex slavery, um, trafficking. And uh, she rescues women out of these um, experiences. It is absolutely staggering the work that she is doing. And it's a very um, traumatic experience or, or subject to actually understand what is going on on the planet. On her homepage, it says, to the 27 million people trapped in slavery, we are coming for you. It almost makes me cry when I when I read that. Um, check out her website. It's called unlikelyheroes.com. She has some extraordinary rescue stories. And uh, we are going to donate to Erica and to Unlikely Heroes. Um, it's a wonderful organization. And what a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful cause. Uh, and very uh, difficult and very uh, traumatic work Um, not a pretty picture, Uh, she is devoted to this. So um, here she has on the rescue stories that two girls were rescued out of sex slavery. They are now safe in their unlikely hero's home in the Philippines. So she is working worldwide. Um, If you uh, are touched by this experience, please go to her website and check out the work that she's doing. Um, Another organization that I am going to be given to this year is one of my spiritual teachers, and that is Swami Vidya Dishananda. Um, They are Hansavedas.org, H-A-N-S-A-V-E-D-A-S.org. This is a pure source of yogi lineage, um, something that has transformed my life completely. And while I am not initiated uh, as his devotee this lifetime, um, I will always remain loyal uh, to this sacred, incredible lineage that has given us so many uh, gifts. Um, the yogis are absolutely extraordinary. They provide a grace and a technology that surpasses anything that I have ever come across in my lifetime. Um, this organization is top-notch. They have the highest rating for a non organization. And this Swami is pure. He is a renunciate. He is, um, he sleeps on a mat uh, on the floor. Uh, every single um, penny that you donate to their organization is put to very, very uh, beautiful use. So he is connected in India. They have, um... A uh, very uh, various charity causes there, um, but he's also working on uh, different uh, teachings and books and projects. And truly, an extraordinary treasure he is. Um, being with him is like sitting with Yogananda in in body. So, if you are drawn to the yogi lineage and you would like to um, share with them and participate in supporting, uh, not only during this time of year, but all the time, check out hansavedas.org. That's H-A-N-S-A-V-E-D-A-S. My other spiritual teacher, which I uh, will be donating to and gifting this holiday season, is the extraordinary Lisa Renee of energeticsynthesis.com. It's energeticsynthesis.com. Her site is completely free of any outside ads. Um, She is working also on this, um, freeing the planet of this sexual slavery. She is working in the energetic realm uh, while Erica is working in the physical realm. Um, Lisa is working to free some of these energetics that are set up, that have our planet... um, Uh, running some very, very uh, uh, dark programs. So I cannot express enough my gratitude and my devotion to Lisa, and uh, that is a worthy, very worthy spiritual site to donate to. Um, One that my boys brought up to me, they felt very strongly that we need to support Planned Parenthood Um, so that we can um, maintain a woman's right to choose uh, what happens with her body. Um, So I wanted to mention that. You can find that in your local area. And then, uh, actually, I wanted to bring uh, to mind a couple local organizations in L.A. One is called A Place Called Home. A Place Called Home is a center in East L.A. that was founded, actually, by a woman named Deborah Constance, and it was her life dream. She has created a safe home, a place in East L.A. where hundreds of kids come for community, for family, Um, and their website is... Uh, oh, it's, uh, it's APCH.org, a place called home.org, uh, a very beautiful place uh, that is changing lives for children on a daily basis. I taught yoga there a few times, and it was a very extraordinary experience some years ago. And then uh, getting back to just basics, um, I got an email that one of Mathis's uh, homeschool hiking teachers, uh, is in need of a hernia operation and, uh, somehow he does not have insurance, uh, that can happen. Uh, and he's in need of raising money, uh, to be able to have his hernia operation. And so that is going to be, uh, someone that we are going to donate to. So what we did is we just developed our, um, our, uh, sort of budget for, um, gift giving, and then we took a percentage of that. And we're going to spread it evenly between uh, each person or each organization. Uh, one of the um, numbers that I really love is the 13, because 13 is the number of unity. It's um, sort of like the 12-dimensional realities of each of ourselves are merged into one, which is the 13th. And so we will take that number as the sacred number of our gift-giving allowance and we will donate 13% um, to all of those organizations. So anyway, thank you uh, for listening. Um, I'm sure you also have many, many <laughs> uh, uh, areas and people and organizations where you can give. There's a, there's a great need for it, actually, now. Um, so anyway, um, I just wanted to share that. I feel like... Uh, it's going to be required of us to step outside of our boxes and to share uh, with our community, with those around us. Um, and what's beautiful is with social media and these um, sort of you know podcast and, and Instagram and online uh, uh, power, we can uh, you know affect change uh, as a community, as a global community, uh, one person at a time, at a time, with you know all of us coming together. So I just want to mention Rob's uh, hernia fund campaign is on GoFundMe, and it's just Rob's hernia surgery. You can search it and you can find it there. Uh, He is actually a nature uh, camp counselor who is extraordinary, an extraordinary human being who spent a lot of time with homeschool kids um, at a very low uh, fee, um, and that is what he does. He is a, a nature, basically, camp counselor, and he truly, truly affected every child that I know that met him. So if you care about teachers and you care about the difference they're making in the world, um, he would be a great cause to donate to. I think they've raised about 8600 of the 10000 that he needs to have the surgery. Uh, but he's a beautiful soul. So anyway, I wanted to offer that. Um, so uh, I wanted to just say over this holiday season, uh, we all must honor ourselves. Please be gentle with yourself. Please monitor your energy. Please try to give yourself space um for downtime. Uh wrap yourself in a blanket, have a cup of tea, say no to that extra social obligation that you really don't want to go to. Um, go ahead and take time to nurture yourself. Um, take warm baths, um, eat warm nourishing soups and stews. Stay away from processed sugar, from uh processed foods, and uh just let it be okay to uh, wrap yourself in comfort, to stay home, um, to allow yourself to feel the uh, release of things that no longer serve you. Um, we are dropping uh, levels of ego identity that can be very scary, that can be very intense. Um, and just know that this will pass, these things will pass. And in order to be born into something new, we have to be able to let go of old uh, constructs, identities, paradigms, and things that do not serve us any longer. So it's always darkest before the dawn. Uh, This is a natural time of year. Uh, Please don't uh, judge yourself or get caught in descending emotional stories about who you are or who you've been. Uh, reminding you that you are loved unconditionally for the fact that you exist at all in a body, exactly as you are now, before any acts achieved or titles earned. You are a divine emanation of God, and it is your divine birthright to fulfill yourself. So get quiet, get meditative, get still, drink a cup of tea, get yourself on the mat, practice more yoga, more meditation, more prayer, more ritual, and remind yourself who you really are. Until next time, I'll be holding you in your highest divine essence, for I know who you are. You are a child of God and I believe in you to fulfill your life mission. How could it be otherwise? You are made in divinity. Thank you all for your presence and for listening. I send you all my love and blessings for an extraordinary, deeply connected, deeply present holiday. And please remember how immensely loved you are. Thank you and namaste.